calling all queens It's time we live out our dreams It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Getting financially free and we healing and hurting It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Loving me and all my queens cause we know we are worthy It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Getting financially free and we healing the hurting It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Loving me and my queens because we know we are worthy What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Keisha Joe. This week, I want to go over some frequently asked questions um, about the credit repair. So I'm always asked, how is the credit score made up? Why is my credit score different between the bureaus? Just a ton of different questions. Why do some companies charge X and then other companies charge triple Z <laughs> in cost? So I just want to go over a few things to help you distinguish um, help you better understand what makes up your credit score and then also hopefully to help you find a great credit repair specialist to help you along your way. So how your credit score is calculated is broken up into um, five different categories. Of course, credit history, credit utilization, length of credit use, any new applications that you apply for, any new credit um, that you get, and then the types of credit that you're using. So payment history is 35% of your credit score and credit utilization is 30% of your credit score. So if you add those two together, paying your bills on time and not maxing out your credit cards, you're talking about 65% of your score is made up just off of those two factors. So a lot of times what I like to tell my clients and people that I help is to, you know, it's not about where you've been. It's about where you're at. Focus on what's reporting now, what's benefiting you now, and what could help you right now. And what's going to do that is your payment history and your credit utilization more than anything. Keep your credit balances below 30%, well below um, 30%. If you want to make it excellent, stay between that 1% to 9% range, which is completely almost paying your credit off every month with with leaving a very small minimum balance on account. Next is going to be the length of your credit. So history means a lot. They don't want to see, um, and you can get denied for having, let's just say you have accounts, several different accounts on your credit, but you just apply for these new accounts. You just got a car, you just um, got a loan from your bank, you're just starting. A lot of a lot of banks and financial institutions would consider you high risk only because you're just starting out. So the longer you've been building your credit, the better, of course. That makes up 15% of your score. Any new applications that you get, that's going to be um, inquiries. Of course, we know that those drop your scores three to five points depending on depending on which bureau is doing what and which um, credit system that they're using, scoring system that they're using. 
um, but new applications do affect your scores 15%. So be wary of how much you're applying and then what type of accounts you're applying for. Hard hits are good. I tell people all the time, don't be afraid to apply for things and get those hard inquiries if you know, in fact, that you're going to be approved for the account. So it's like be mindful of, like I said, what you're applying for. A lot of times um, I tell people to do a little research on the accounts that they're applying for. So companies usually um, specifically target one bureau. So let's just say, for example... Target, they use Equifax. If you know that Target is going to pull your Equifax scores, this is just an example, you want to make sure that your Equifax score is up to par, meaning that once you apply for the Target card, they're going to do the hard hit to your Equifax. You'll be approved based on their approval processes, standards, whatever. So definitely diligently research the accounts that you're applying for first. That way you know exactly which score to focus on when applying. Last is going to be the types of accounts that you have. And um, credit mix is 10% of your score. So a lot of lending companies and financial institutions, banks or whatever, they want to see that you have a good mix of credit. So Cell phones do not count. I know we hear all the time, I have this in my name, I have that in my name, but is it working to your benefit? A lot of times the answer is no. A lot of these companies won't even report your on-time payments until you're delinquent. Like they wait until you forfeit the account and then they they throw it on there as a charge off or a collection. So you want to make sure that your reporting accounts are very diverse. So like student loans, home loans, mortgage loans, um, auto loans, credit cards, whether it be store cards, charge charge cards, or Visa, MasterCard, logo cards. Um, And I think I mentioned them all, but just having a great mix and diverse profile gives lenders um, the okay, like, okay, she can handle she can handle a few different things at one time, so we'll give her a try. That looks really good. So never be afraid to apply for different types of accounts. If you have a car note and it's reporting, good. You have student loans and they're reporting, great. Now go ahead and add a store, store charge card and then maybe like a Visa uh, debit card. I mean, a Visa credit card or MasterCard, something like that. That would definitely help you and give you the great mix that you want. Another question that I'm asked is, what is a credit report and why do I have more than one? We are in 2020. This is not the Stone Age time, but you would be surprised how many people still really don't know what makes up a credit score, number one, like we just went over, and why you have so many. So I really can't answer that. I just know that the scoring systems are different, and it's a good thing that you don't just have one score. Um, and I'm sure you can see that too. Your TransUnion or your, your Experian or even your Equifax scores could be fairly higher than your others, um, which is good. But you want to make sure that the reports, if they house the same information, that the same information is reporting exactly uniform across the board. So that's why I always tell people it's good to pull all three of your credit bureau reports as often as you can. So sign up for a credit monitoring service that will give you all three reports and monthly updates and credit monitoring alerts as they come in. 
Um, so you have Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. Now, by law, the positive and the neutral information can stay, can stay the same, um, and the negatives can be removed over a period of time, depending on how it's reporting. And that's really what credit repair is. It's not so much of, let's just remove everything on your credit. And I know a lot of you see online credit sweep this and credit sweep that. The thing is with those sweeps, which I'm not knocking, because sometimes they do work, but you do have the chance of things coming back later to haunt you with those credit sweeps. So it's best to just work on the files one by one or just get with a specialist who knows exactly what they're doing. That way they can clean and access your reports to, you know, get them to match. Try to get them to match as uniform as possible across the board. Next, what is credit monitoring? So for me, I use my score IQ that gives you your FICO scores. You would get all three credit bureau reports. Um, and I like it because it allows me to see all of my clients' credit reports side by side. So it's easy for me to identify where the inaccuracies are, where, where we need to correct, where we need to update. Um, you do need a credit monitoring system. I can't stress this enough. Credit Karma is not the T. Let me just say that. What I do like about Credit Karma is that they are really good with updating and sending alerts. So if you apply for a car tomorrow, I guarantee you your Credit Karma is going to send you alerts from the inquiries. Um, I said tomorrow. If you apply for a car yesterday, um, Credit Karma is going to let you know that you apply for a car because those inquiries are going to show up. They are really good with keeping up with alerts, but the scores are not accurate. They are not accurate. I'm going to say it again. Credit Karma scores are not accurate. Keep that in mind. Um, a lot of us look at Credit Karma and think we're in a really good place. And then we go to these car dealerships and then they run our credit with 10 to 15 lenders. Um, all for us to find out that we're denied, can't get a car loan, or our scores are sometimes 100 points low, lower than what Credit Karma is showing. So keep in mind that your Credit Karma scores are your Vantage scores, and it's kind of like the Dollar Tree of credit scoring, the credit scoring systems. So it is just the very, it's very low, low tier. Your scores could vary anywhere between, I like to say, 30 to 50 points higher or lower. In most cases, it's going to be 30 to 50 points lower than your FICO scores. And your FICO scores is what most high lending banking and financial institutions will pull from. So keep that in mind. Next question that I'm still getting is, what is credit repair and how it works? So as I stated um, previously, is that credit repair is just a credit specialist or someone who knows what they're doing um, and know what to look for, even yourself. You could definitely go at it yourself um, and updating your profiles to make sure that they're uniform, everything is current and accurate. So your, your credit report should only be reporting current and accurate information. Any old, outdated, inaccurate, incorrect, whatever, if anything that looks funny, highlight it, circle it, underline it, whatever you need to do, do it 
and send it to the bureaus. Let it, let them know that like, hey, this is incorrect. I paid this. This is reporting charge off. The dates don't add up. Just a ton of different things um, that you can go through. There's a whole complete checklist. If you would like the checklist, please um, follow my Instagram, send me a DM or visit the website www.30girl.org. I will gladly send it to you. Um, but that's what credit repair is. We're just doing the work for you. Um, and it is not a credit sweep. And I do want to stress to people that when you do sign up for credit repair, it is not just a, she's going to remove every negative, um, item on my credit report. That's not the case. Now we would love to have removed all your negatives, but sometimes these lenders come back and be like, you know what? Keisha, you are contractually obligated to pay this money. You do owe me, and this is why, and these are the dates, and everything adds up. So you're kind of stuck at that point. That's when you would make a um, paid-as-agreed settlement to the lender to get it um, marked as paid at minimum or have it removed in its entirety just completely as if it never existed. So that is what credit repair is. That is what we do. Um to help our clients. Now the timeline for correction does depend on the number of mistakes that you need for the disputes. The credit bureaus um, do only have 30 days to respond from the date of the letter that you send, which I encourage everyone, if you are disputing, to dispute by snail mail. Go ahead, put a stamp on it. You can certify it you know, signature confirmation, however you want to do it. Just make sure you're writing it, typing it, something, putting it in an envelope and sending it away to the bureaus because that holds way more weight than um, disputing things online. You waive so many of your consumer rights by disputing things online. And I'm going to tell you something that you can look out for that could kind of indicate where you may or may not have disputed something online before. So, if you pull your credit reports and you see that in the comments or in the notes, it says like this meets FCA, FCRA requirements, um, consumer debt still unpaid. That is a flag to me to let me know that my client or potential client has already disputed this account and possibly online and the rights are considered waived. And a lot of times this online disputes, um, are just thrown in the trash. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. So that's why I say send it off in a letter and always ask for them to respond back to you the exact same way that you sent um, the letter to them. So that's number one. So if they do not respond in 30 days, there is a follow-up letter that you send that does not grant an automatic removal. You still have to kind of, you know, tussle with them a little bit to get things removed, but is it, it is a good indication that um, you can have it removed in that second cycle, which is what we, us credit specialists, call round two. Um, how much does credit repair cost? So I get this question a lot. Why are my prices this? And why is someone else charging this? And I like to say, because that's them and I'm me. And that's just that. We're all specialists. We're all entrepreneurs. Everybody's service-based service, service -based business is completely different. Um, some people have employees and a staff and a building and everything. So all of that is factored into the cost of credit repair. And then some people um, really do it as a side hustle and don't want to charge 
that much. It really just depends on the person. What I say is find the best that suits you and do not focus on how much it costs. If you focus on the ones that cost a lot or cost too little, you have to kind of fall in line with you get what you pay for. So you really can't base it off of cost. Let me just say that. The best thing for you to do is to follow several different credit repair specialists. There's tons of us on Instagram. There's YouTube now, TikTok, we're everywhere. There's people giving out free information like myself all the time. Um, pick the best person for you. I personally like, like to work, um, connect with all of my clients. I've spoken to all of them at least one time. <laughs> um, a lot of the other things are hands off. We normally text or email or, you know, just chat on social media, but Find someone that you can personally talk to. Um, getting with these larger companies like LL, not going to say their name, um, they do have credit specialists, but they're so big that they really can't focus on you personally, your scores personally. There's really no personal contact. If you want personal relationship, I strongly encourage you to follow someone and Pick the one that you like the best. And that's just it. Pick someone that you like and someone that you trust and that you can see that they're bringing in results to back up everything that they're saying. And you can always gauge who knows what and um, who can do what based on how they talk, how they answer your questions, and then what they post. So definitely look for reviews there. Next is how can I increase my score fast? So there are a few ways that you could um, increase your scores really quickly. And the main two, again, going back to the very first thing I talked about, which is that 65% is going to be payment history and credit utilization. You must pay your bills on time. I can't straight stress this enough. And when I say pay bills on time, I'm not talking about, um, you know, household bills and all those things. Of course, we need to live you know, secure your roof and all of that. But what I'm saying is your reporting bills. A late payment could drastically impact your scores. One late payment can take your scores down 60 points. That's ugly. Nobody wants that. And on top of that, if you're maxing out your credit cards, that looks super horrible. Now your score went down, let's say, 100 points. So pay your bills on time. Keep your utilization down. While you're in the building repairing process, I like to tell people guarding your cards. Put your bills on auto pay. That way you never miss the payment, number one. And two, when I say garden, I mean like freeze them, put them in a bag of water, give them to your friend that don't play no games. You have to ask her or him for money, like something like that. Leave them in another purse or bag or drawer in your home where you won't feel you know, tempted to spend like you normally do just for that short period of time while you're building only because credit maxing out your cards or consistently using your cards, you know, chipping away at your limits is going to drop your scores every month. What we don't know is that these credit bureaus are constantly reporting. I'm sorry, these lenders and creditors are constantly reporting to the credit bureaus. So you never really know. I take that back. You, you do know, you should know when, when the bureaus are reporting for each account, but it's easy to not have to worry about knowing if your balances are all, always below the mark, which is 
Staying below 30% will keep you in the green. If you stay well below the 30%, you, you never, you don't have anything to worry about. So keep it between that one and 9% range. Put your credit card bills on auto pay. Like if you know you paid a bill this week, go ahead and set it up to pay the card off um, next week and recycle the money that way. Another way to boost your scores would be to be added as an authorized authorized user on someone else's credit. So if you have a grandma, auntie, your super bestie that's bossed up and been on her ish for some time that has a high credit limit and excellent payment history, get on her card as an authorized user. Um, and you don't need a card. You won't need to use their credit at all, but all of their good credit history will transfer over to your profile. So it would almost look like you've had the card for five plus years. You have a $20,000 spending limit and you're only using $500 of that a month, you know, so that will look good on your credit report as well as theirs. Now, keep in mind that being listed as an authorized user on someone else's card, all of the information kind of carries over to your profile. So you don't want to get on a card account with someone who does not pay their bills on time or who maxes out their credit card or if in the last year or so has had poor history with that creditor. Stay away from them. Go ahead and get on your auntie, granny's card that they've had for 20 plus years. You will see a huge increase in your scores once that new account is added. Another thing that you can do to boost your scores would be to pay your bill in half. And when I say that is by making two payments. So what us consumers don't know is that the system, everything is system generated, right? We're all kind of robotish at this point everything even down to these processes even down when it comes to money we're we're almost in cryptocurrency <laughs> um like real really into having cryptocurrency so the computer isn't going to recognize how much you pay let me just say that the only thing they're going to see is that Keisha made a payment so what you want to have what you want to show is that if your minimum bill is $40, pay 20 when you first get the bill and then pay the other 20 five days before it's due. The system is going to recognize that as two different payments. They're going to say, oh, Keisha made a payment. Okay, Keisha made another payment. Those two payments are going to be reported to the bureaus as on-time payments. They don't care what the amount is. It's just two payments that were made. So keep that in mind. And I tell people all the time is to recycle your credit and your cash. We use our cash anyway, and we're going to use the credit anyway. So why not use it to our benefit? How can you do that? One way to do that is, let's say um, you like to get your, your nails done or you like to go get your hair cut. That's a weekly expense or biweekly expense. Instead of using your cash to pay for your hair or your nails, charge that on your credit card and then the opposite week pay that off it's the same money it's just being recycled and working for you and i say that all the time have your money work for you it's shortcuts it's levels it's ways to all of this stuff it's not as complicated as we make it seem it's just we lack the knowledge to know how to work the system 
or to even know how the system works. So that's where us credit specialists also come in. Outside of just cleaning up credit reports, we really are here to help educate and um, let teach because we weren't taught these things growing up. So it's just to help us better understand our finances. Now, once you pull your credit reports, like I said, skim through them, go through them with a fine tooth comb. You're looking for old, outdated, inaccurate information, circle, highlight, scribble, scrabble, whatever you have to do. You can even attach that whole report, (laughs) um, make copies and attach your letters with it and your reason of why you think this needs to be removed or updated and have the credit credit bureaus respond back to you and make those changes. If you are in need of a credit letter, a specific letter, and you want my help, the 30 girl, please feel free to reach out. I do not mind helping at all. If you're not aware, um, I do have a Facebook group. There are three free dispute letters in the group. There's a checklist. Um, I post credit tips there all the time. On my Instagram, you can find tips, tricks, all kinds of things to help you with your credit. Credit is an ongoing thing. Once you master it, you're not a master of it because <laughs> anything can happen. Anything can pop up. So that's why I always say you should be monitoring your credit closely anyways, just in case. But once you know what to do and how to keep your scores where you want them to be, um, it kind of becomes a habit. And trust me, once you get your scores good, quote unquote, in that good range, you're going to be very anal about seeing them drop. So just get obsessed with your credit and your finances. And trust me, the rest of your life will fall into place. So those are a few frequently asked questions that I'm still asked as a credit repair specialist. This is the 30 Girl Podcast. Please feel free to visit the website, www.30girl.org. Join the Facebook group. It's called 30 Girl Group on Facebook. The link is also in my bio on Instagram, and I will also include it in the description here. Feel free to leave comments um, and reach out whenever you need to. And thanks for listening.